Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the 12 Podcast for Christmas. Today we're joined by Dave from Histrionics. He's going to share his insight into how 2020 has been and the challenges he has faced. So listen along with Natalie, myself and Dave to find out more. Hi Dave, how are you doing? No, I'm not too bad, thank you very much Adam, how are you? Yeah, very well. Natalie, how are you? I'm, I'm very well as well, thank you. Good to see you Dave. Good to see you too Natalie. Thank you. I'm a bit gutted I haven't got my tree in the background today. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no Christmas uh, tree. I've got, I'm in the, our computer's in, in the playroom in the house, so there's most of the kids' toys. There's tinsel here, but you can't, you can't see it, it's in oh. front of me, which is no good to anybody. There's some uh, Christmas cards behind you, which look good. It's Christmas. Yeah, we've got yeah. some Christmas. There you go. Got uh, look craft ideas with Santa face made out of oh, plate. There you go. Very easy. Just cut up your paper plates. You don't need for parties anymore because oh, yeah. you can't be anyone ever. So uh, <laughs> and, uh, and make make Santa's <laughs> Merry Christmas. I can't eat anything. I'm only a plate. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> it is that time of year, isn't it? To get it is. I'm so, wearing my Christmas jumper. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. There we go. There you go. Christmasy. Yeah. I've got nothing in my office that's good. Well, actually, I've got. No. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, he's here gone. we go. Bye. <laughs> Keep telling me he's something Christmassy in that corner. I've got a Santa yeah. hat. There we are, I'm wearing a Santa <laughs> hey. hat. There, there you go. There we go. That's better. These were cut. These were like £2 a hat. That's nice. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Is that not a Christmas decoration behind you? Is there like a spotty hat hanging? Oh, that's a King of the Mountains hat that I got from when Ah. the Tour of France came through. Okay. I wonder why there was a hat on display. I don't understand. Now I do. Very cool. I'm going to have to take that off. My head will get too hot. Right. So, um, Dave, thank you for joining us. Um, Natalie and I know Dave pretty well. I've had the pleasure of working with Dave for the last... Well, actually, the first time I met Dave, and I'm going to get him to introduce himself, but the first time I met Dave, and I don't know whether you remember this, Dave, we've talked about this before. My first experience of Dave was him having a sword fight dressed as a knight. <laughs> and I mean a proper knight, like in a suit of proper suit of armor. Yeah. Um, and all I wanted to do was wear his helmet and hold his sword. <laughs> and I came away a very happy man that night. I lived the dream. And, and that is my first experience of Dave. <laughs> Suit of armor at a wedding, having Which a sword wedding, fight in the middle of the essentially like the dining room dance floor. Sounds about right, Dave, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's kind of just uh, par for the course for me, really. <laughs> it's how everybody the, meets the, you. Isn't it? Yeah, yes, every, yeah. I, I try to introduce myself in a very kind of family friendly uh, red wedding scenario just so uh, nobody ever forgets. And then the <laughs> second time I met Dave, and this might start giving you a clue to who, who he is and what he does. The second time I met Dave, he was dressed as a pirate in the leisure centre I worked in at the time. And we had to do this event um, in different areas. And I had a team in there like setting up activities and Dave's job was to be a pirate. So the first time was a knight, the second time was a pirate. I think, Dave, we're going to have to get you to actually tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. Fair enough. So yes, uh, I am Dave. Hi, hi, Dave. Dave Cooper from Histrionics, and I turn up at places in costume and refuse to leave until people pay me. <laughs> or 
Um, I <laughs> run Histrionics, um, which uses uh, characters from the past and history to bring life, fun and comedy to uh, live events and different projects. Um, I had uh, worked a great deal uh, as an actor and a scriptwriter as well in my former life. And I'd also done a lot of work in uh, museum interpretations, live interpretations, being various different characters at different national museums. And I thought that'd be a great way to combine what we did in museums with doing kind of live kind of interactive performance to bring issues to life in places that aren't necessarily museums. So uh, at the moment we do a lot of work, uh, as you said, Adam, at weddings, uh, of fighting uh, for the honour of the bride, which is what you would do when you first met us. We've been hired to pre pretend to protect the knight, so I uh, the, the bride, sorry. So I had to pretend to be the baddie knight and fight the goody knight, who of course defeated me um, before the feast. Um, but then also, of course, we do um, uh, social events and launch events like the one that we did at the leisure centre you were at. Uh, and lots of stuff with uh, walk to school events as well, uh, promoting healthy living, fitness, uh, reducing air quality by sending a variety of different costume characters out onto the road and superheroes as well. It's great because even though, you know, we've got incredible technology these days, uh, Wi-Fi and, 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 uh, and AI and all of that, you go to a wardrobe um, belonging to a child that's at primary school and all of their costumes are, are going to be historical figures from the last thousand years you know at least one there'll be i'm sure at least one or one piece from a pirate costume a knight costume a viking uh, a saxon any of those they're still using those as archetypes for for heroes and villains to play games with so it fits into very nearly everything and every aspect of life because even if you're doing a, a promotion for a launch event and you want the crowd to look spectacular and you go hey let's all dress up let's all dress up in clothes even if you know the parents are like well we haven't got me but you might have some tinfoil at home or some cardboard instant swords and armor so yeah mm. that's a little bit about what we do and it, it, the idea was to make it um our motto at histrionics is uh, to make a present of the past <laughs> uh, to make it relevant for now and kind of looking forward but with uh, with if, if using nostalgia um as inspiration um but it's uh, it's making what we do as a gift which you can receive anywhere like a present, it, can, it doesn't have to be, it can be, it's a castle or a museum and they're great when they happen there, but it can also be, you know, on a walk to school or in the classroom for a workshop or a leisure centre or a wedding. Yeah, so what I can say safely, hand on heart, and you're listening along, you'll probably get this, Dave is quite an entertaining young man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and i say that i've had the pleasure of um having a film day for various like various events that we've done and we've photographed dave with scott or the photographer he's done some great work with him um and i think your career highlight was when we locked you in a cupboard in bristol for half an hour last year oh, yeah that was great fun thanks guys brilliant that was so as well as just in case people don't know um as well as uh, as performing as a variety of different characters um Adam and team um, and the Motif Stars group decided that it'd be a great idea to actually hire my actual personality as well for things. So I ended up um, help present uh, the national Motif Stars and regional Motif Stars uh, awards in different places around the country. We reward uh, a variety of different schools for uh, incredible travel planning and looking at ways to reduce car usage, increase walk to school initiatives and improve air quality in the area. And there's regional kind of uh, uh, heats and then there's also a national heat as well, which often happens at the Houses of Parliament. And uh, we do one in the southwest, which was in Bristol. And there was a little cupboard which had the PA in it. And, uh, and Nick and Adam was like, Dave, you should totally surprise all the children when they're in. You should go and hide in the cupboard. Hide in the cupboard. And when we've got all the kids in, which should only be five minutes now, go and hide in the cupboard. And, uh, 
and, and then pop out. You've got a radio mic, so you'll be able to say, ooh, where's Dave? Here I am. Hello, surprise, and leap out of a cupboard. And then, and then I think possibly one or maybe two of the schools were half an hour late <laughs> to the gig. So I lived in, I didn't get any notice of this. I didn't have a, like a headset on that they could tell me that what was going on. But I go in there for five minutes and, you know, <laughs> 30 minutes later, and I'm, I'm quite cramped in here. It's only booked for small PAs of chairs, and it's dark, so dark. What's going on? And I had no idea. And I was in there for possibly 35 to 40 minutes. You know, it felt like years. Then eventually they let me out, and I sort of leapt out, but then obviously I was crouched down, and my back was ruined for the first 20 minutes because I couldn't stand up properly. But that was a fun time. I don't think we've ever apologised for that. So um... <laughs> That was your opportunity to make a public <laughs> <situation>. <laughs> I was like I'm Gollum in a suit with a mic. <laughs> yeah, no, so he's very adaptable is all I'm going to say. <laughs> and flexible. And flexible. So, Dave, that's great. I think we've given a really good introduction there to who you are and what you do. When Dave does those events, he, he plays Dave, <laughs> who's a character in himself, who is, is you. Um, but obviously you draw on so much. Um, I think... Well, it'd be good as we're doing with all the podcast series. We're asking people to, um, well, kind of talk about. Obviously, that's what you do, and 2020 happened, and this this podcast is yeah. a chance to sort of share share different stories in terms of what's been going on. People have been affected in different ways, and it, it, there's some really um, there's been some really difficult times. And this is certainly not to make light of any of that. It's never been intended at all. There's been some really serious um, challenges and issues that people have faced both with a physical like health in terms of COVID-19, but also from a business point of view with lockdowns and distancing and all of this stuff. So naturally we can understand coming into 2020 that you've been affected and I've got a bit of an idea, but why, you know, do you want to share a bit of that challenge that you've had this year? Yeah, it's been hard for everybody. Uh, as, you say, as you say, not to make light of it for anybody, it's, it's tough. And I'm sure there are people and businesses out there that have, that have had it far worse than I have. Um, we've been able to adapt, luckily. Uh, but again, we're, there, are, there are key elements in that. We don't have premises, for example. So that, that's been a, a great uh, bonus of the fact that we were able to fit into different things means that when you can't perform live, which of course you can't right now, when you can't go visiting loads and loads of different people uh, across the country, which we do, um, we're not penalised. There's not a concern about rent or anything like that necessarily for a fixed premises. So that's been good for us. But it has been difficult because we can't go around, we can't perform, we can't see audiences. It's very difficult to to, to make what we do COVID safe, especially in, in the uh, the aspect of props and equipment. There's a lot of armour uh, that I use uh, that we take around for handling sessions and things like that for educational workshops. But also it's the wow factor of doing other promotional events. But you you can't sort of you know completely sterilize or clean it you can clean it as best you can but you have to be careful with what materials you use so a lot of the kind of approved ways of like washing your hands things you can't do on perishable materials so it's been tough we've not been able to get out there and, and perform physically and see the people um but that doesn't mean that they've not been able to see us so um yeah what we've ended up doing is uh, adapting and going out into into video uh, and creating videos for people instead creating um content that they can use online and to create entertainment that they can use uh, online or on their websites to reach out to their audiences that way. So uh, places like museums have hired us just recently. Um, we, we were hired by museums, put together a, a Santa Christmas vlog, Santa Christmas, who's that? Father Christmas or Santa Claus uh, <laughs> uh, vlog together where Santa uh, encourages the children to do some craft activities. So the museum had 
um, online printable downloadable forms with different craft activities that these uh, children and families can do at home. And then Santa was uh, instructing them on how to do them. But uh, oh, 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 we'll get them wrong. We're all fingers and thumbs because he doesn't normally do that. It's the elves, you know, and uh, gets things wrong and gets the string stuck to his beard. We are uh, using glue sticks and things like that. So, um, yeah, he uh, would uh, get you know, stuck and trapped in using the glue sticks and then would have to say, I can't do them, you do them, go online, download, you know, go follow the link and download the information. But just something that was a little bit fun uh, to do. Um, we started off, actually, I should backtrack to the beginning of this, that we started off by putting together a free resource uh, for schools, um, which was, uh, which was uh, an amazing thing to do. Um, and partially encouraged by Adam himself, who rang me up and was like, I've got loads of ideas, loads of ideas, Dave. You should do all of these type of things. We're like, okay, let's take all of these and mix them all together. What we ended up doing was uh, YouTube Histrionics History at Home, which was if in those early stages of lockdown when children were being taught at home by uh, parents or guardians or the responsible adults that were there, uh, we put together a completely free resource of 10, 15, 20 minute videos on different historical subjects uh, that were told in a kind of very lighthearted but comedy interactive way, but with the facts still in there, and then would hopefully encourage the children then to go on to further learning or to brief them about learning information they might have been receiving from their local education authority or from their, uh, from their schools. Or just generally, we had a lot of people following it who didn't have kids, who didn't have kids at school, who just enjoyed the stories, who were a bit fed up and down. Uh, because of what was going on and felt a little bit isolated. And we told some stories about famous characters, but then we told stories about characters that people really hadn't heard of before. And we got some great comments and feedback of people who'd gone on then from our videos to research. Uh, yeah, I think I was homeschooling. So, so is Natalie. I know for a fact that Natalie had it because I remember watching um, Natalie sent me a photo with you on the living room TV. I had our boys um, obviously at home. And I would, you, you were very much part of our home curriculum. So we watched the, the video about pirates. And then, uh, being younger, um, I actually set them the task of let's design pirate ships. You know, what might a pirate yeah. have? And, and it just supports them, you know, from that activity. It was like, well, this is great because they've got something to focus on in this case, yeah. pirates. Um, but then it supports their, you know, the writing, being young, writing, drawing, you know, like the, the li physical literacy side of things yeah. um so yeah and it was very entertaining for me it was like yay <laughs> there's dave <laughs> but my favorite character, there, really. my favorite character and i told you this at the time dave was, was pagan dave <laughs> it, <laughs> so basically you dressed as a pagan so dave it, just to give you a bit of context on the videos dave fully dresses up for these videos in terms of the historical characters. Do you want to give us a bit of insight in some of the costumes that you've done through those videos? Oh yeah, so we, we knew we wanted to cover as many different uh, stories that I found interesting, but also tick as many of the curriculum boxes as we could as well, so it was relevant across the board into lots of different things. So we, uh, we I say we, I dressed as uh, a Roman legionary, uh, a pirate, uh, a knight in shining armour, an Anglo-Saxon, a Viking, uh, Druids, Tudors, Victorians, uh, late medieval, early medieval, English Civil War. Um, yeah, loads and loads. Of lo uh, First World War, Second World War, loads of different things. Yeah, you also did the Great Fire of London as well, didn't you? Great Fire of London with Samuel Pepys. Yeah, yeah I, that took a lot of explaining to my kids because they're like, all of London was on fire? Like, it really sort of captured... The idea in the head because we've took them to london they've they're like it's huge <laughs> and it was all on fire <laughs> yeah. you know like it was that sort of thing and then 
then they were asking me to show them which bits of London was on fire, <laughs> which is hard. <laughs> Yeah, that one, that one here. Yeah, um, but you know, um, it really, really, it was entertaining. It's done really well. I'd, I'd recommend to anybody, and we'll put links in in the description below. But I recommend people people check that out. So yeah, so you built a bit of a cat, catalog of characters. I, I like yeah. how you refer to yourself as we. Yeah, <laughs> your colleague, your colleagues. Me. I mean, I, my many colleagues, me in different clothes, multiple personality syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, so you've created a bit of a catalogue, really, haven't you? Yeah, um, I can't remember how many there are. There's about 25 or 30, I think, up there, of different uh, uh, performances, different stories to camera. There were slightly different styles as well, so we did some storytelling ones, but there were also, I think, four or five that we did um, that were interactive pieces that could be played uh, in classrooms when the classes started going back, so that the children, if they weren't moving about too much, they could stay in place and do the actions along with the characters. So there was, uh, there was a night one for that, but there was also um, Timothy Hackworth doing one about railways uh, on there as well, and uh, the Rainhill Trials and Stevenson's Rocket, which was quite fun. Uh, yeah, so there's, there's been a nice, it's been, it's been good actually, very handy to, to create something that's like a body of work that I can now refer people to and go, well, if you're not sure about booking histrionics, if you are a new client and a new person is interested in this kind of thing, you know, talk to our old clients and see what they say. But if not, then, you know, don't take their word for it, go online and have a look at, at what we do. Is it like book which version of Dave you'd like? We've got a selection of Daves. <laughs> like like a like a Christmas selection box. It's a quality street version of Dave. I can't advertise that. It's the selection box of Dave. Selection box of Dave. Stay away from the toffee pennies. <laughs> There's something in that. <laughs> I think you should <laughs> back catalogue of Dave. I don't know. <laughs> the advent calendar of Dave. We'll have a new window to new Dave face. I should get them for next year. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I like that. <laughs> um so first of all thank you for obviously sharing i appreciate the challenges that you've faced um and i think now we let's so obviously you were doing this and then yeah. how did the sort of museum and paid work yeah paid work came yeah back yeah, yeah yeah I, i've got two questions first of all is um and i may as well ask them together first of all is what were the challenges around production because i'm assuming you're filming at home and mm -hmm. Uh, give us a bit of insight into how you filmed and then unedited and whatnot and then the other one is um you know how how did the paid work opportunities then come about from doing these videos so the paid opportunities uh, came about from the fact i think that uh, they were generally up there i'd uh, i'd got clients obviously that i could no longer visit uh, schools councils uh, heritage organizations and things so i let them know what it was that i was doing and provided them with links to the site so they could go and see the history at home uh, content. And then a few of them got back in, co in, in contact with me and said, these are great. Um, could you do a, a story like this for us? Or could you do uh, something that's, that's completely new? Um, so the answer to those was yes <laughs> to both of them. Um, so we'd, uh, we'd create contact with liaise with the client about what script they wanted and, and what the kind of feel for it was and send them a rough idea for it. And then they would say sort of, you know, yes or no to that. But there has been a few clients as well that we picked up that are brand new who have just gone onto that site and seen what it is that we're doing and gone, oh, okay. You know, um, I've not seen that before. Uh, my friends, you know, we've, there's been two incidences where uh, somebody who's a director of a company's friend's children have seen me, been recommended from their school, and then the grown-ups have joined in as well, and then got in contact with us via the website and said, great, what, what can you do? Could you do this for us? And it's not, you know, just 
classroom videos as well. It's been stuff that people can download onto phones. It's been stuff that they've been able to put on their computers at home. And it'll, it'll be videos as well that are played in buildings when limited audiences are allowed to visit those buildings, keeping uh, social distance from each other, but can still see something, you know, without having to worry about performers coming in from outside. So it's been, it's been a lot of different ways. And yes, you're right, it's challenging because it is all at home. And when I put those history at home videos together, I had my phone, which is what I'm filming on, and a, a ring light, which for those people that don't know is uh, just essentially a stand and a large ring that looks like an upright polo. And then you can plop the phone in the middle of it and light the polo and it lights yourself and it looks quite good. Um, my, my wife had that already. Uh, she's an actress and she often uses it for self-tape auditions to film herself so she can get good light on her face. And I was like, uh, can I briefly steal this for videos? And then they started going quite well. I was like, right, we need to do more. We need to up this a bit more. I need to start editing videos. But I know nothing, nothing about editing videos at all. But I also need to eat. So it's time to learn how to edit videos. And I just went on, again, great resources, uh, YouTube and the internet, just to look at how to edit simply, not to make things too complicated for myself. It's not like I wanted to create, you know, Hollywood productions. So I looked at like downloadable free things. Um, I Googled how to various different things like, you know, uh, 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 splitting videos, which, which people out there who know about all that stuff, I'm sure, yeah, I know what that is. I didn't know what that was about three or four months ago. I said, I don't, I don't want to split them. I want one video. So that's not what it means. So to try and work out together how to add these and then when we got a couple of paid jobs in there was enough money in the kitty to get a green screen which was fantastic so to set up the green screen sorry ooh, I meant to go. Ooh. Ooh, green screen didn't know anything about that but scott who does uh like filming and, and, the, and the photography stuff with you you mentioned earlier on in the video who we've both known for years and years and worked with i kind of became his uh, WhatsApp stalker friend for about a week. And it's like, right, I, I want to buy a green screen, but I don't know what the good ones are. What are the bad ones? What things do I need to avoid? What things do I need to look for? What does my setup need to be? How big does the room need to be? Um, how do I do this? Can you recommend some apps and things? Because we don't have, I don't have a, a, an expensive video camera at the moment. So I'm filming all of these on my phone. So something I can either download on my phone and edit on the go would be great. You know, I can make the dinner for the kids. And while something's boiling away in the kitchen, I can be quickly cutting some, some, some things together. Together. Um, and yeah, it was all basically it was all filmed in the Histrionic Studios, which is um, the spare room uh, with the green screen up in front of the radiator, and then me filming in front of it while the kids uh, are at school and while it's quiet in the house. Uh, yeah, that we can do various different films for them, and it's uh, it's been great to do the films safe with the clients. We've done quite a few. One in particular. Uh, which I'm allowed to mention directly, which is for Hampshire County Councils and Southampton City Councils, My Journey Team, who again, locally encourage uh, uh, great travel planning and um, health and fitness with pupils and students in the area by looking at walking buses and park and stride initiatives for the children to improve air quality in Hampshire and Southampton, commissioned us to do a series of videos called Transition Time, which is where pirates and Romans uh, were on camera talking to the children about how they could improve their journeys to school, about how they could think about planning their journey, especially if they were walking to school in a bubble, about how they really ought to think about moving in a bubble, about securing themselves and maintaining safe distance, but also to try and stay away from busy roads so they don't breathe in the pollution, to enjoy walking through maybe a park if there is one, and all to do one, of course, while being looked after by uh, grown-ups and adults and things. And we put those videos together, and that video won an award for Best Project Under £1,000 at the, uh, the Mode Shift Travel Awards this year. I mean, that... There's so many things you've touched on there. Obviously, the award, absolutely incredible. So well done, um, you. you know, for that work work with them. That is, you know, I know it's a you work hard with with the clients to make sure that you're building good script, 
and, and making it um, something really engaging. And, that, and that's great. I think uh, the story around editing and, and fair, fair play to you for tackling it. We've had people um, learn to build websites on this podcast yeah. that we've talked to over this. So some, some people have built the web, uh, their own website for the first time and used YouTube. <laughs> we've had... <laughs> it's amazing though. You do. It's brilliant. People have been so, you know, able to adapt and learn skills they perhaps wouldn't have been even looked at normally. We've had people take up bread baking. We've had people set up a cake business. We've had people learning all sorts of new skills um, during lockdown. And I think it's very easy. And this is partly why the podcast, 12 podcast idea came about because it's very easy to go, wow, 2020 was tough. It was a bit rubbish, you know, with all the challenges. But really, there is a lot to celebrate in terms of how people have responded. Because I was saying yesterday to... um, our last podcast to Barbara was saying that the situation is the situation. You can't necessarily change that on your, on your own. Uh, The world is trying to change that with vaccines and collectively we're we're distancing and and doing all the hand washing and all the stuff that we need to do to try and reduce the spread. But what people have controlled is their response to Mm. how they, how they've took on the challenge. And that's why, when Natalie and I were talking about the series, I thought it's so important to just shine a light on, you know, some of the things. I mean, you've gone, I know nothing about editing. And then within a second, you're talking about a green screen. I think it's clear throughout this whole process that help as well from people. I mean, you've touched on Scott. Scott has done some incredible work throughout lockdown. He's done some some videos. Uh, and I know that he's been filming in the last few weeks. I saw that how busy he was. And I was like, um you know wow and the, and the work yeah. he is producing is fantastic um scott acos photography if you want to check him out he's, mm-hmm. he's brilliant he's really good at what he does and you know it's so nice um that scott and i talk he's helped me in the past um i hope i've helped him in the past i put him onto some microphones that i use um and stuff like that and that's what it's all about it's about um you know working together and supporting one another yeah so dave question is yeah as we move into 2021 our videos here to stay uh easy question yes they are <laughs> uh i'm it's been great learning a new skill it's been brilliant branching out into stuff that i've never done before i i love the live performance and i will go absolutely you know i talk very quickly anyway even when i've had a lot of coffee like i had this morning and i will begin at that first performance i'm going to be unintelligible i'm going to be that excited the, the 20 minute performance will last four and no one will have understood any of it it'd be so great to get out there but i'm really enjoying doing the videos as well to having to pick up something new and to experiment with different things when you start picking up something and go, oh, okay, well, I've been playing it safe for a bit now. Let's try this instead. Let's try this bit and kind of challenge myself. But it's like you said, it's opened up a different avenue of, um, of things that the business can do, but also a different avenue of, of skill set, which has been something that has been partially given to me by talking to people, by getting help from people. And that is March the 28th or 29th. You, Adam Walker, were one of the first people to phone me and go, Dave, this is a nightmare situation, but I've got loads of ideas. You could do all of this stuff. And it's like, right, this is absolutely brilliant. And then other people started ringing me and go, oh, you could do this. Oh, you could do this. Uh, this will be great. While I've been having the Zoom call with you, I've, I've had a couple of messages through from another uh, large scale heritage organization who have asked me to, to pitch to them. Uh, I don't know what about. I'm going to have to call them later. But again, it's, oh, yeah. it's a friend of mine that works in the industry who's gone, oh, I've just seen me. I've got an idea. You could try this. And if you don't, I could give you loads of information and you could see what you think. And it's, it, it's brilliant because 
I wouldn't have thought that essentially filming in my spare room would be a community activity, even though I'm embodying lots of characters, that other people other than myself and or my wife checking shots would be involved. But they are. It's still reaching out to lots of different people. And speaking from a personal perspective, even though I love the live performance and the going out there, as I say, we're based over in, uh, in, in Cheshire, not too far out of south of Manchester. So, but we do a lot of traveling. We go up to Newcastle, Bristol, London, uh, Carlisle, the Midlands, absolutely everywhere. And it can be a bit hard on the family, me being away, especially if I get like five or six gigs in a row and I'm all over the place. Kids might not see me for, for a couple of weeks, but if I'm able in the future at some point, as the kids get older and I do, to balance what I'm doing on video with live performance, then, you know, it's potentially a better situation, a more stable situation for me, because while they're at school, I can film when I'm still there to do my own school run with them. No, I think that's great. Um, and back, back in March, I remember it coming in and obviously I thought of, you know, I was thinking, God, like a lot of the stuff we, we do, for example, Hubspoke is photography, videography, social media, marketing consultancy, mm-hmm. which if we shorten that down, where do I spend most of my time? At a computer. Yeah unless I'm filming or photographing. Um, yes, we have meetings and things like that, but um, I, I was aware that as well, like yourself, going into schools and doing things that you'd be impacted. And, you know, um, that's why I wanted to reach out. Not, I said, look, don't feel I'm being pushy. <laughs> here's, here's a few ideas that have popped in my head. <laughs> um, you know, and I think fair play to you. And it's brilliant that... Um, you know, the work's coming in. Do you think um, it's kind of expanded your reach a little bit then, being more online? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think there have been, there have been more people. Yeah, I, I see what a lot of the thing that we do, um, we send out a lot of obviously, you know, uh, flyers and marketing things like that, but the vast majority of the work that comes back tends to be through associated word of mouth for people that have seen what we're doing. Um, the travel element of what we do in so much as in, uh, encouraging um, people to travel sustainably and healthily has been a great way to be introduced to schools and we get a lot of follow-on clients that way um, of going around to perform at a school and then that school will go oh, you came with mode shift and you came with whoever that council were, were before could you come independently next time and do as a world war one day for our key stage two students and then the head masters and mistresses people all have a big meeting at their cluster meetings and go, oh, oh, actually we had these people and they're really good. And even though we say we do advertising, most of our stuff comes from that kind of thing. But this time having that a large, more visible presence on the internet has improved the reach. We've had quite a lot of clients uh, express interest who I have, there's no connection to anyone I know. And they might, you know, they may be, who knows, familiar with some people that I do, but there are people that go, oh no, we don't know so-so, we don't know so-so, even though we're based in this city, we totally saw you on Histrionics, History at Home, and that's been our main point of contact for this. That's great. That's so good. And I think, I suppose the thing the video does do is it kind of circumnavigates that bit where someone has to see a live performance, because yeah. they are seeing a live performance when you're recording the video, obviously. Yeah, one one particular client. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned this. I don't think I've mentioned this to you. Um, asked if we do a birthday message for one of their kids, who um, uh, struggled a bit with uh, uh, crowds and enormous amounts of people, and, and doesn't really sort of find it difficult to find something that he really liked. But he really liked history, and he really liked the videos. And this person said, "Would it be all right if you recorded a happy birthday video as his favourite history uh, history historical?" Get my teeth back in. 
character from your videos. Could you pretend to be them and say happy birthday to him? And I was like, yeah, I'll do him a quick two minute video. That'd be great. And then he liked it so much, I ended up doing one for his uh, other two siblings. Really? <laughs> as well. But, but, but happy birthday videos. The last one was happy birthday from uh, Field Marshal Montgomery, which is not, not a, a, you know, a, a show I ever thought would happen. <laughs> but it did. And it was great. It's funny you say show because that's what I'm thinking. What histrionic sketch show, televised sketch show. It's got to be the next thing. Yeah. I would be up for doing that. I would be very excited. YouTube series. Yeah. Brilliant. That's great. No, Dave, thank you so much for sharing. Um, Where can people find out about you? So you can find out about us. uh, Main port of call would be our website, which is uh, www.allthehistory.com. If you pop onto there, there are links to our YouTube page, which is uh, Histrionics History at Home. And there's also links to our variety of social media as well. You can find us uh, on Facebook, Histrionics, or on Twitter, which is at All The History. And we're on Instagram as well, at All The History Events. I will link all of those in the description below this podcast. Um, If anyone wants more information, I would recommend you head over to YouTube as the first port call to see what it's all about. Go and have a watch equally. It's all over his Facebook page as well. But uh, yeah, please, please do do that. Now, Dave, I'm so glad you joined us. Um, A great story, you know. Thank you. Um, Challenging story by all accounts. Fair play to you. You know, you've... You work, you're hard. I know you personally as well. You work really hard and you've done a great job to uh, build this catalogue. And, you know, well, well done to you for going for it. And, um, you know, one of your biggest fans right here ever since I met you dressed as that night. <laughs> and then when you came in as the pirate, sold. Well done, tick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, remember, I remember filming, we did one little video thing, didn't we, a couple of years back where we, it was an introduction video to an event and we shot it at another event. And I said yeah. to Dave, bring a load of, uh, it was like costumes, wasn't it? Like just half the cost, top Jacket, half the helmet, cost. hats as well and things, wasn't it? Yeah. And we had <laughs> springing in and out of a door. Like you yeah, were. a cupboard again, again putting me in cupboards again. Yeah, Dave, at the end of the cupboard, come out. I got to come out of this one after well, less than half an hour this time. But yeah, yeah. you uh, you filmed me, didn't me going in and then coming out and then going in and then coming out in different varieties of costumes yeah. and things. It was like Dave, Dave, it's time to get ready for the awards. Uh, <laughs> what what are you doing? And you were in a suit of armor, <laughs> and then we like go on then go get changed, and you shut the door, and then we'd cut it and put another one in. You'd open now ready, and you're a Spider Man. <laughs> and so on and so forth and we played that ahead of this school's event and the kids loved it yeah, and then at the fun. end we introduced Dave in his suit as Dave and he comes down you know and and uh, we, we actually had these cinemas which are really cool and we could play the video on the cinema script so you've been on you're, you've been in the cinema in the cinema yeah physically in it and also on it in the one on that it, I was in, in as well it. it was great those are brilliant events, those as well. They're such, they're such good fun. They're such, so lively. Yeah, those, we, uh, we did one a few weeks ago, didn't we, virtually? Oh. Which um, you, when I say virtually, I filmed Dave with the team from a distance and we like set up a set and, and ran a virtual call with him lit and it, it went really well, even though there's a lot of technical sort of challenges you have to face with these things nowadays. But yeah, well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Um, <laughs> We will, do you know, it'd be good to have you back on in the future if you're happy to join us. Whenever you want. Absolutely. Great. Okay. Tomorrow? No. Um, (laughs) No, never again this year. uh, Yeah, whenever you want. (laughs) 
we will catch up with Dave on our standard sort of podcast episode at some point over the next um, six months, probably at some point, and have you back in, see how you're going, and see hey. what new characters have emerged, what characters of Dave. <laughs> you should maybe come on as a character. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Podcast, different, different characters for interviewing. Very cool. Yeah. No, that would be good. Cool. Right. Thank you so much for joining us, Dave. Welcome. Always a pleasure. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, Dave. Thank you so much to Dave for sharing his story with us and taking the time out of his day to record this. Really appreciate it. If you want more information about Dave and histrionics, please check the description below. Other than that, we'll see you in the next episode episode 11, where we'll be talking about the challenges we've faced as a business during 2020.